Hey there, welcome. Thanks for checking this out. My name is Michael Whistler. By day, I'm a documentary uh, videographer, filmmaker. By night, or really morning, lately it's been mornings, and I get up and do a bit of science fiction writing, and I read a lot of science fiction. I try to watch as much as I can, though I'm pretty behind because being a uh, documentary filmmaker and a dad and a husband and all those kinds of things uh, can be pretty time consuming. I thought it might be kind of cool to take some time and just be able to connect with fellow sci-fi nerds out there and start conversations around uh, what do you find most meaningful in science fiction. So my whole thing is I'm really interested in meaningful storytelling. And in particular, when it comes to science fiction, I think it's a genre that's uniquely equipped to ask some pretty philosophical questions and to pose some really interesting scenarios that aren't always available to us in, in just like a straight drama or a, or a comedy or just the, the other genres in general. I really have a passion for science fiction and I think that science fiction gives us this unique platform to explore some really important questions. And along with that is the idea that science fiction actually is equipping us to really create a better, brighter, more vibrant, more inclusive future for our species. So I'm going to use uh, this particular platform as a way to explore some of those ideas, uh, discuss some of my favorite stories, talk about what I'm reading, what I'm watching, and maybe even a little bit about what I'm writing. And along the way, we might have some fun detours and I might talk a little bit about writing processes or creative things like that. But really, I want to focus in on this unique value that I think science fiction offers us, this unique opportunity to really examine the moment we're in and talk about the moments we want to walk into together as a society. I think it's an important and interesting time to uh, be doing this, to start having these kinds of conversations, because it really is important for us to not just be stuck in this moment, in the here and now, and focused on the problems that we've had. I'm launching this in October of 2020, and it's been a hell of a year, and <laughs> we'll see where it goes from here. But I think either way, no matter what the future holds, we either have the choice to despair or the choice to march towards a better future, to work towards it. I think science fiction offers us really cool opportunities to think about who do we want to become as a society, as a species, and where do we want to go? And along the way, as we think about those things, we get to examine some fun questions about who we have become as a result of technology, as a result of globalization, as a result of a whole myriad of ethical questions that were not on our minds prior to technology shrinking our world, prior to science and medical advancements that have helped us live longer and healthier lives. So there's always these upsides, but there can always be the uh, potential downside as well, the new ethical questions that we haven't quite figured out how to navigate. And I think science fiction gives us a chance to stare those things directly in the eyes 
confront those questions, wrestle with them, and try on some answers. You know, that's a beautiful thing about fiction. It gives us a platform and a place to safely sort of test drive some ideas. And we can see, how does it fit? Does it work or not? And we can talk a little bit, too, about the responsibility of storytellers. When telling uh, a story and, and casting a vision of what uh, the future might be like in their eyes, are they doing us a disservice or are they uh, helping us? So these are the kinds of questions that I want to be able to explore uh, through this platform. And uh, I thought uh, I would just start with a basic introduction and we're going to begin exploring from there. Right now, I'd like to actually point you towards what I've been reading lately. I like being able to branch out and explore authors and stories that uh, maybe are outside of the norm of what I have been used to reading. Uh, having grown up reading guys like Michael Crichton and Ben Bova and a whole myriad of other white authors, white male authors in particular, it's nice to be able to step back and say, hey, there's more to this world. As much as I love those authors and they have been incredibly influential to me, and look at me, I'm a white male, there's more to this world than just us white males. And there's more to be experienced and understood and taken in uh, and appreciated than uh, just the perspective of some white males. And I, so I recognize, you know, we've been in a position of uh, pretty serious privilege for quite some time. And I like to be able to branch out outside of that. And I like to write characters that are outside of just my uh, demographic as a white male. And I think there's something to be said about the notion that um, my college uh, film culture professor, uh, Craig Detweiler, uh, introduced me to in actually one of his books uh, around this idea that science fiction is a genre that gives the marginalized a voice because it often features the downtrodden the Katniss Everdeens of the world, as it were, and offers them the opportunity to rise up against the powerful and overthrow them. And because of that, I think there's really something beautiful in this moment of being able to branch out and experience science fiction uh, from many different authors and with telling many different stories with very different worldviews and different demographics and experiences and nationalities, ethnicities uh, than my own. So with that, I want to just talk a little bit in this first episode about an author I recently came across that I'm very excited to continue following. Anna Lee Newitz is an awesome science fiction author. You may be more familiar with their work as one of the founders for the website io9, uh, which I've definitely geeked out over uh, and have read many articles from over the years. But Ali Newitz is also a science fiction writer, and their first couple of novels are out, and they're fantastic. 
I encourage you to check out my blog entry where I detail a little bit of my reaction uh, to them. Uh, but really encourage you to check out their books. Um, they're both available. The first one's called Autonomous, and the second one is called The Future of Another Timeline. Yeah, the first book, Autonomous, is about a future that's really dominated by Big Pharma. It's also a world in which human beings and robots are living side by side. And because of that, there are some unintended consequences uh, where society has kind of moved maybe a little bit backwards in terms of giving rights to to the robots, but then trying to retroactively fit those rights for humans as well. And a byproduct of that is basically that slavery is now a thing again, both for robots and for human beings. It makes for an interesting exploration of some of the ethical questions that we are likely to face as we wrestle with uh, personhood and who do we assign personhood to and what kind of rights we extend there. So I thought it was really fascinating that Newitz brought in that dynamic to Autonomous, also then meshed it with this complex world where Patent laws are really very stringent, and Big Pharma has a vested interest in really medicating everyone uh, to the point where they have this drug uh, that really makes work enjoyable. Uh, so it doesn't matter what your work is. You basically can take this drug and you get this dopamine hit in your brain and you guess, woo, you love work. Of course, there ends up being problems with that in that people become very addicted, and they even start dying from this stuff. So in the middle of all of this, Newitz introduces uh, this really fascinating main character, uh, Jack Chan, and uh, she's really quite a compelling uh, main character, uh, sort of a jaded uh, revolutionary who has gone underground. Along with uh, Chen, there's a whole host of other fascinating characters, some human, some robot, and it's really quite an engaging story. So I encourage you, check it out. There's some really fascinating questions in it about where are we headed in terms of what we think about when it comes to personhood, When what do we think about when it comes to medicating ourselves and how we work and the whole need even to try to make life more enjoyable. And then the fact that there becomes a bit of a hierarchy between those who can afford performance enhancing drugs, really, which is what they ultimately are, and those who can't. And the, the fact that that automatically creates a black market for that. And then there's all kinds of consequences there. So it's really a book that is just rife with ethical questions about where we are setting ourselves up to head towards. And I think what's also great about this kind of science fiction is that it really reflects on some key things about the society we already live in. Because science fiction is never written out of the void. It's never just, you know, birthed out of nothing. It always has cultural, historical, and political context. What I loved about Autonomous is that the questions feel incredibly relevant. 
The characters feel quite real and three-dimensional and complex, so that I always empathized and, and felt like they were three-dimensional characters, even if I didn't always like them or agree with the choices they were making, uh, which is the sign of a very astute writer who has also put these characters into very plausible scenarios. And the world that Newitz creates in Autonomous does feel like something that's right around the corner. Uh, that is very possible, given the type of power and influence and sway that we already see corporations having politically, uh, and the way we as a society even think about the need to always perform better. It also has those classic science fiction questions around personhood and uh, the robots and what's going to happen in this next phase of human existence when we're no longer the only sentient, intelligent, capable beings on the planet capable of shaping the future of this planet and the future of our species. What is that going to be like? So I highly recommend Autonomous Anuits. I also recommend checking out their second book, The Future of Another Timeline. I'm a bit of a uh, time travel nerd. Uh, I never really planned on being a time travel nerd, but a while back I had made a time travel short film. And uh, that long story in itself that maybe I'll explore some other time ended up evolving into my own time travel novel uh, that I've written. And my publisher, uh, Dux and News Media, is currently uh, going through the process of editing and prepping it uh, for release next year. So I'm really looking forward to that. So because of that, the reason I say this is that anytime I see something related to time travel, my ears kind of perk up and I'm like, hmm, I wonder how they did it. So I naturally, after having... Uh, read Autonomous. I, I wanted to see what else Newitz had done and came across their second book. And so it was time travel. And that was just an instant like, yes, I've got to check this out. It's a very, very different book than Autonomous. Feels a lot more like Gillian Flynn of Gone Girl fame decided to write a time travel book. Uh, and so, but, but it's like a feminist punk rock, serial killer, time travel, thriller, craziness. And it sounds like a lot to cram into a book, and it kind of is, but Newitz does it, and does it beautifully, elegantly. And again, these are characters in a lot, a lot of instances where I could find myself really empathizing, even if I didn't always agree uh, with the choices they were making or uh, like everything about them. I could really empathize and understand why they felt the way they did the, and why they were saw the world the way they did. So it's a really awesome awesome read. Tackles time travel in a really unique way uh, using geographic specific locations for time travel, uh, which ironically enough is something that I had already, you know, I'd used as well in, in, in my manuscript and, and uh, short film. So I was very fascinated by that. Newitz ends up doing the 
in a, in a very different fashion than, than what I did. That's what I love is there's just so many ways to crack this nut of playing with the notion of time travel, being able to explain the consequences and explore sort of the ethics of it. But in particular, I love that the book is a feminist exploration of human history in a lot of ways and puts into this time travel context the ongoing struggle between those who would like to see the human race advance into a more progressive and inclusive world, therefore those who are feminists, and those who would combat that and want to return it to, to a patriarchal system that really steals the voice of women along with really many, many other people, including anyone who's transgender, gay, bisexual, you name it. I thought that it was a really beautiful way to really craft that story into this science fiction uh, concept. So for the non-hard sci-fi readers out there, this may be a good place to start. Half of the book feels a little more like contemporary or recent uh, literary fiction, the other uh, half of it, which is really all very intertwined, feels a little more familiar to time travel sci-fi nerds such as myself. But I like that kind of mix, that kind of blend really brings out, I think, the beauty of science, good science fiction storytelling. And Newitz nails it, gives us wonderful characters to explore, and look, it's it's uh, it can be a pretty intense uh, novel. Like I said, it it deals with serial killer. It deals with abortion. So I will put those out there as you know trigger warnings. Uh, so if that's like not your thing, uh, you know, or you don't want to like risk it, I get it. I understand. Uh, so I'll flag that for you right there. All the same. I think it is beautifully told and it deals actually with those topics in a nuanced and mature fashion, which is refreshing and, uh, and really inspiring uh, as a writer myself to see another writer so skillfully tackle these things in a meaningful way and unpack them and give us a more personalized touch of the impact these things have. Uh, so because of that, I uh, think it's really still worth exploring, but I did want to bring those up just to flag in case uh, some of you listening to this are like, hmm, I'd like to read it, Ooh, but I don't know if I want to go in that territory. It is dark. It is quite a, an intense book in a lot of ways. Having said that, yeah, I still recommend it for anyone. You know, I think I think of it as very much thinking adult science fiction, uh, and it's uh, really remarkable that way. And I, for one, can't wait to read more by Annalie Newitz. All right, guys, that's what I have for this uh, first time around. I continue to read and explore more stuff. So as I get a chance to, I want to come back and talk more about these. Please. Uh, be sure to send me questions, comments. What do you like most in science fiction? What do you find most meaningful in science fiction? What has maybe touched and influenced you and shaped your world? I'm sure I'll get to talking about some of the 
stories that have shaped my world in that capacity. So I'd love to hear from you. Please, you know, you know the drill. You know what's happening. You know, please uh, do subscribe and encourage you to check out my website, michaelwistler.com, if you want to learn more about me and uh, the two novels I have out now, as well as some short stories. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back later with more explorations of meaningful science fiction.